I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard's deputy editor digital, Katie Atkinson. Hi, Katie. Hey, Keith. How are you? Doing great, because coming up today, we have must-hear music with Billboard's other deputy editor digital, Joe Lynch. The other deputy editor <laughs> As always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got must-hear music. Joe and the team will be chatting about new music from Lana Del Rey, Muramasa, and some new boy bands. So stay tuned. But first, before we get started talking about boy bands, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions for us, feel free to tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or at KT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. Katie, are you ready for some boy band talk? Always, Keith. Always. <laughs> As a devoted fan of NSYNC, uh, I, I trust Katie on all things boy bands. Uh, didn't Doesn't your love of boy bands go even earlier than NSYNC, or was that your first boy band love? NSYNC was kind of the first love, because I, I was a, a high schooler when the boy when the NSYNC Backstreet Boys thing Oh, so you were actually a little happened. bit too old anyway. Yeah, and new kids never interested me. I think I, that was too young for that. So yeah. it was like right in between. You were a toddler when new kids came out. Ah. Well, so today on Mystery Music, uh, the guys will be talking about some new boy bands, uh, pretty much, and why don't we? Those are the names of the groups. Um, is it time for a return of the boy band, Katie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Always. But it's not really exactly a return when you think One Direction just went on hiatus. Like we and just had them. We're still getting solo music from all those guys. Like, right. But I think but, we are ripe for a new wave of boy bands. And the difference, I think, with these boy bands, I believe they dance. Right? Uh, I know pretty much does. They, they pretty much dance. They pretty much dance. They pretty much dance. <laughs> well. So let's hear about those new boy bands and more on this week's Must Hear Music. Hello and welcome to the Mustier Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Lindsay Havens. Hello. Uh, how are you guys? Summer is... Pretty is, good. Is, I'm good. It's my get, birthday week. That. Oh yeah, it is Let's your birthday go. week. Happy birthday, Jason. Yeah, thanks. To all the listeners as karaoke well. <laughs> coming up. Yeah, it's true. Maybe, we'll, maybe I'll sing some of the songs that we talk about. 
I can I guarantee it. Yeah. yeah. You can guarantee it? Wow. Yep. Okay. <laughs> They're all pretty new songs, so. I'm for sure. <clears throat> yeah. So the first one we're in. Well, anyway, so here's what we got on uh, this was today's episode. Uh, Lana Del Rey. We're going to talk about uh, one of her new songs. We're going to talk about a Muramasa song. Yep. Uh we're gonna have a little battle of the boy bands, the Ooh, new boy band, the new, ones. the next generation. Uh, it's pretty much, or pretty much. I'm not sure how you're supposed to say it. Uh, and then, <laughs> well, I feel like it's the like same. an attitude-y <laughs> name, you know, like pretty much, right? So you want you want people to sound exasperated when you say their name? I don't pretty know. Pretty much. Pretty the much. The facial expression. Is yeah, really it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. The listeners radio, won't even know. Yeah. Um, anyways, and the other boy band is called Why Don't We? Of course. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, and then we have a new Arcade Fire and a Julia Michaels. Yeah. But uh, let's start with a song that we'll definitely be singing at karaoke at your birthday. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Oh, I knew it. Boy. Get Free. The last song in the Lust for Life album. Yeah. Uh, so. Whose pick was this? Was this? This was, was my pick. Okay. Um, Alexa is no longer with us. R.I.P. Uh, she's she, alive and well. Yeah, she's, she's fine. She's alive. <laughs> Can confirm. She went to Complex. Yeah. Whatever. R.I.P. Um, she was a big Lana fan. Let's not even explain who Alexa is to the <laughs> listeners. Alexa was, sorry, yeah. Alexa was on this podcast a long time ago. Oh, was she? I didn't she know was, that. She oh, was repping cool. Lana. Yeah. Uh, she works here. She, was our, she worked in social media billboard. She loves Lana Del Rey. Um, I thought of just ripping into Lana despite her for leaving. Oh, but the wow. truth is I Let's adore Lana Del Rey. Mm, and I love this new album. Um, Lana's definitely one of those artists where with every new album, I'm ready to be like, Okay, I'm done with her because it's like I know what you there's mean. so much artifice with her, and I know yeah. she's in on the artifice, so I don't hold it against her remotely. Yeah, but it's still like it's like how long can you do this? But every new album is you just so good. Into it. Yeah. Anyway, so the one I specifically picked um, is the last song. It's called "Get Free." Um, she has this line that's "This is my commitment, my modern manifesto. I'm doing it for all of us who never got the chance." Um, it's kind of her at like her most earnest, but it's also like. What what is her manifesto? I don't know. Like what what is she doing? Who can say? She like, also has the line. It's very vague. She says sometimes I want to get off, but I keep riding the ride, and I feel like that's what her listeners feel like. <laughs> like that's yeah. like what we just kind of said. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think <clears throat> I think this is one of her best songs. Um, I love like sometimes her vocals can be breathier than more than sweet. Um, they sound very honeyed here. There's like a nice overlaid thing. Um, the end part <clears throat> where it starts talking or singing about out of the blue and into the black in the background, um, it ends up, the song kind of morphs into this very like soulful sixties girl group thing, uh, production wise that I love and, you know, right down to kind of like that drum beat in the background, which is like very slow, um, and separated and not very insistent, but it just kind of keeps plodding. Um, it, it just reminds me of kind of like a Phil Spector, like pet soundsy mm-hmm. sort of production. Um, and it's, I think it's just beautiful. And I, I think it's just, you know, like she has her, her level of artifice, but I a hundred percent buy into it. I like yeah. it. I like what she's doing. And it just, it's, uh, I know it's, it's cool. It just, it's cool <laughs> it's because cool, it's like li- kind of not cool. I don't know. Wow. It's, it's cool because it's fake guys. I don't know. <laughs> Lindsay, now you live with Alexa, I so do. you hear a lot of crying. Lana Del Rey and crying. <laughs> <laughs> wow, putting Alexa on blast. Um, what do you? So, yeah. what do you think? Do you like 
Lana Del Rey more now that you live with a huge fan or less? This album plays a lot in our apartment, and I'm a fan of it, so I really don't mind. But I was surprised you picked this song. It was not one that I would choose. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's also because every time I listen to it, I don't usually make it to the end of this album. Ouch. I know. I don't know what happens. I just get distracted or I Mm -hmm. fall asleep. Not saying that I don't love it. It's just like... It's a narcoleptic album. Yeah, Yeah. it does that to me. Um, But yeah, my favorite tracks, In My Feelings, God Bless America, Beautiful People, Beautiful Problems, or Stevie Nicks. Yeah. Yeah, those are the three that I keep going back to. Yeah, the only one I don't really like, I have to say, is the Sean Lennon one. It's just a little jarring when his yeah. voice comes in. Yeah. It's a little, like, it kind of, I want to, like, I laughed at the first time I heard it. Huh. It All just right. doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound of her world. The pairing isn't, it's not perfect mm-hmm. Yeah, for me. Um, So you guys know I'm a big pop guy, mm-hmm. as you yes. guys probably gathered. Yeah, I mean, Lana Del Rey is, is has always been an artist that has just kind of left me cold in that... It's not even that I really care about the whole artifice thing or, or how authentic she is, because I I love a lot of artists who are blatantly inauthentic. But at the same time, it's just like her whole aesthetic just doesn't appeal to me personally. Um, I think she has become stronger as a songwriter. I, I really liked... Um, I thought that her second album, Ultraviolet, Ultraviolence, with Lindsay's boy Dan Auerbach at mm-hmm. the helm... Um, <laughs> definitely gave her a depth that the one after, which whose name I'm completely blanking on now, the third honeymoon. album, <clears throat> honeymoon. Excuse me, honeymoon. Oh, I how could I forget? It came out while I was on my honeymoon. I can't believe I That's forgot. So it. funny. Yeah. So I know I can't, I was I was singing the honeymoon song to my wife, and she's like, "What are you doing? Why are you singing this to me? Are you singing like, this song without a melody yeah, to me?" Basically. <laughs> um. I like this one more than Honeymoon. Um, yeah, me too. I still have trouble connecting with her as a performer. I kind of, I, I like her writing more than I like what she does in, in terms of her delivery and in, in just in terms of her whole, like, elegant presentation. I just don't really connect with it. Um, I think that there are some really, like, I really like Cherry on this album, yeah, um, that one's awesome. The Stevie Nicks one's great. It's, mm-hmm. But it's it's still like, I kind of feel like you, Lindsay. Like, I can't really listen to this whole thing without getting distracted. And, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's more me than anything. I just don't really jibe with, with what her whole, you know, her whole, like I said, presentation is. And it really is like a presentation with Lana. Mm-hmm. What's been really interesting is, like, she has become so critically acclaimed uh, since her beginning, like, Born to Die, like, well, I, I actually kind of liked Born to Die. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, it wasn't a favorite, but, like, I thought that some of the songs in there were really powerful. But, yeah, she just, like, was mocked a lot, I guess. And, yeah, um, early on. And sure. now she's just become kind of revered, more persistence than anything, but also her, her songwriting has, has sharpened. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just, his ne- Lana's never been one of my personal favorites, but... I wonder if she's going to unfollow you now. I know she did follow me. Yeah. That was that was cool. Yeah. So Lindsay and I um That's that's awesome. We're at the Arcade <laughs> Fire show um last week in Brooklyn and I noticed that Lana followed me. I was like, "Oh, cool." And then I also realized that she followed Chris Payne of Billboard and Alexa and I was mm-hmm. like, I was way more excited that she followed Alexa than she followed me because I know how much 
Like yeah. so, like so, Lindsay, can you break down on the podcast what Alexa's reaction? Because you saw yeah. her, I guess. Later I mean, that night. I promised her I would never reveal exactly <laughs> what went down when that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I came home and she was just sitting in a corner crying hysterically. Wearing a flower crown. <laughs> she didn't know what to do with herself. Wearing a flower crown. Wow. She yeah. was like, I'm at Coachella right now. No, but really Woodstock. There was a white Mustang in yeah, living room. Yeah, somehow it fit somehow. in our apartment. <laughs> so weird. I don't know. ASAP Rocky was just there. Well, that's always so. Always, that wasn't yeah. too weird. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's clip this along. Yeah. Uh, so Lana Del Rey, yep. Get Free. Uh, let's listen to it. My modern manifesto. I'm doing it for all of us who never got the chance for infos. And all my birds of paradise who never got to fly. All right, that was New Lana Del Rey. Uh, next up, let's do, and this is a Lindsay pick, but it is also um, mm-hmm. a Twitter podcast fan request. What? Uh, yeah. yeah, we were doubling up. Uh, Jake Zielsdorf, I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, uh, requested we do Muramasa, and Lindsay is in love with Muramasa. So this sure. is just a perfect. Pa- All right, Lindsay enjoys. <laughs> Let me That's more that. Yeah. Muramasa. Um, so the song you picked is uh, Love Sick featuring ASAP Rocky. Oddly enough, but like I said, we hang out all the time. Right. So yeah, um, a little, this is a nice segue from Lana, because yeah. like ASAP Rocky was on her album twice. Yep. He's on this song. Yeah, so I was going back and forth between picking this one and Messy Love. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, as a whole, I really do like this album, which surprised me because it's not really up my alley in terms of like electronic dance music, but yeah. he does so much more than that. And all the artists he got are really great. And I just saw him at Panorama, which is sort of what like put me over the edge mm-hmm. for him. Oh, cool. Because it was wild. He was playing guitar, drumming, on the synth pad, singing. It was like wow. a full performance from him, which was really nice. And he had a great vocalist with him the whole time, too. That's um, cool. But yeah, I think the album's really strong. I like this track in particular. It's very like trop poppy almost, which fits in with a lot of the hits right now. Um <laughs> And I guess I was reading it came out originally 2015 as a single, but then he redid it for the album with ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. Which I did not know. Yeah. No, he was he was actually in our office a couple months ago. Very what? nice guy, Muramasa. Yeah. I mean, this is basically like sort of like if you like Disclosure, check out <laughs> Muramasa. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I really like this album. Um, I, I'm excited to dig into it. Uh, but, uh, you know, Charlie XCX, it's very like Jason friendly with all the guests in terms of like yeah. Charlie XCX and Christine and the Queens. And yep. it's just awesome. So designer, uh, your favorite. Design, yeah, you I don't showed know. up at Panorama. <laughs> uh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah so I, I like this one, too. I, it's, I don't think this one is quite as strong, but um, what would you pick? I really just like one night. That's yeah. still, one that's still my Charlie. favorite. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I like this one as well. What do you think, Joe? I, I like it. I think it's great. I, I think it's a good example of what he's. I've I've listened to the mm-hmm. full album. I think twice now, and it's just the production is so detailed. It's yeah. like, and there's just so like I guess what you're saying. I was in a panorama, um, but like with the instruments, there's just a lot going on, and it switches up. Like it starts out 
um, with a cool like cowbell intro and then moves into this great piano riff, but it's like not just a piano riff. This piano kind of sounds like like a more old-timey thing where it's like a piano's in the corner of a room and you're recording from the other side uh-huh. of the room versus like directly, um, you know, into the uh, whatever. I can't think of the word <laughs> for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, and then it moves on to this great steel drum riff. Um, there's modulated vocals, but there's not just one set of modulated vocals. It right. switched up to something entirely different. Um, so there's just a lot of detail. It's like, you know, he has the melodies and he's not content to just like leave them to one instrument and let that repeat over and over. Um, but like mixes it up between different instruments and different like styles of recording. Um, yeah. And I think like that's why each song sounds pretty different. Usually when I, I would never listen to a full like dance album because mm-hmm. it's mind numbing to a point. But Ouch. this, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. it can be a lot. Here. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but this one, every song does sound different, which I really like. Yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, Muramasa featuring Asep Rocky. Song is Love Sick. Margaritas? <laughs> yeah, she got a man on me. Yeah. Yeah, you want to lay the hands on me. Yeah. But he should see the way she dance on me. Yeah. Wishing I ain't had no pants on me. All right, that was uh, Muramasa. Next up, let's do the Battle of the Boy Bands. So, years ago, if you can rewind, if you can remember (laughs) back to the year 2012. Mm, Wasn't born yet. uh, Yeah, you weren't (laughs) born yet. John Cusack was in a disaster movie. That's really all I remember about 2012. I mean, that movie definitely didn't come out in 2012. No, I don't think it did. Um, there was, uh, that's all you can remember about 2012. <laughs> that's literally a bar. Yeah. yeah. Poor Mitt Romney, man. Um, who? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. Uh, so One Direction and The Wanted like came out yeah. were like pegged as like the battle of the boy bands. Who's going to be the next big one. They both yeah. had singles with some heat and some buzz. Yep. They had fans. They both lit up social media. Fast forward that's five true. years. We know what happened. <laughs> the Wanted are the biggest boy band on the planet. Yep. It's selling true. out arena tours. Um, no one ever heard from One Direction again. Yeah. Yeah. That's Anyways. Um, JK. So now we have two new boy bands. Um, and I'll be, before we like get into kind of like comparing them, I'll be very curious, just in an overall sort of sense, if this will end up a wanted One Direction thing or more of an NSYNC backstreet where we'll find out like, yeah. is the world big enough for two boy bands again? Because, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, we had room in our hearts for both. Yeah. I don't know why 2012 was just such a one or the other sort of time. Well, I think the one if we want to get down a wanted rabbit hole for a second, <laughs> I'm very, I'm, I'm very. I'm gonna put the, the timer on 30 seconds and let you do yeah. this. Uh, I actually wrote a very long piece about why the wanted didn't work out in the U.S. Part of the reason is that they just released their album too late. They didn't put out an album until like a year and a half after uh, "Glad You Came" blew up, and they didn't really understand their sound in the same way One Direction got kind of like the pop rock and then eventually going to like the classic rock arena rock sound. Mm -hmm. They like, they had like the kind of tropical, like uh, chasing the sun, glad you came. And then they did like a Mumfordy song. And then they did a song called walks, right? Like walks like Rihanna. Um, And then kind of like a disco song. I found you. I could go on and on about the watch, but my 30 seconds are up. (laughs) I learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. I didn't know about those last two. 
Um, you don't so remember anyways, Walks Like Rihanna? I don't remember that. Wow. I yeah, remember that the was name like alone. Last... I couldn't tell you anything else about it. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, two new boy bands. Uh, one is called Why Don't We? And their song is something different. And the other is Pretty Much. And it's Would You Mind? Ooh. And I forget. Wait, I think I picked... I don't actually... Jason and I both picked one. I don't I remember. pretty much. Okay, and I picked Why Don't We. Um, <laughs> having said, I actually like both. Um, I do too. And that's all I have to say about it, so let's move on. Uh, no, uh, okay, so Why Don't We well, is the... the um, or No, pretty much is the one that's from Simon Cowell. Yes. So Simon Cowell obviously did One Direction. He put them together for X Factor. Yep. Pretty big shoes to fill, but you know he has a fairly good eye for talent. He also put... Uh, well, I guess he didn't put Fifth Harmony together, but it was part of yeah, that, he, basically. Yeah. Wasn't that L.A. Reid's group, though? No, it was Simon. On X Factor? I mean, Simon did a, a good amount with him. Anyways. Um, I, think they, I think he still does, but... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so the for those who are completely unfamiliar with Pretty Much and Why Don't We, and admittedly, I don't think either of us are... Well, I mean, they, they're either. very new bands. I mean, pretty much has been together so for a, pretty much scholars. They've been actually. I did meet them. <laughs> and oh, okay. I guess I. So I'm going to take over them. Pretty yeah. much have been Go together ahead. for a couple years. Doctor, pretty much. Uh, they are all teens. They're very young. Yeah. They're from different parts of the country. Uh, they've been kind of working together in their group chemistry and music for a couple years, but they're like just coming out with their first official music within the last, I think, like couple weeks. Yeah. Um. And you know. Simon Cowell put them together, so that says a lot. Um, I've seen them perform a cappella live. It was incredibly mm. impressive. It was good. one of those things where you're like, you're just like, I don't know, sometimes you forget, like, you listen to music a lot and there's so much production, and it's just astonishing to, like, listen to people sing in real life mm-hmm. and, like, without music, and it just to be, like, flawless and the harmonies to weave in and out. So yeah. it was very impressive. Um but yeah, so their their song is "Would You Mind." It, all I'm gonna say is that the beat gives me very much uh, Bell Biv DeVoe Poison yeah. vibes. Um, yeah, with that, which drum. I'm not against. Yeah, it's fine with me. Yeah, no, I mean, the thing about both of these songs, really, and what's really striking, is that they both, neither of them sound like the way I put it. Uh, you know, when we started talking about these groups a week or two ago. In the same way that One Direction was sounded nothing like the 2000s boy bands of like Backstreet Boys and and In uh, Sync in terms of they like those were much more like R and B leaning R and B pop leaning groups. Mm-hmm. Um, One Direction was kind of a course correction of um, of more of a rock base. This seems to be going back to yeah, the too. late 90s, totally 2000 kind of sound of like very earwormy pop R&B and they mm-hmm. they do choreography like this seems to be the anti anti that in in yeah. terms of uh in in terms of kind of steer- like neither of these groups sound anything like one direction i guess this, this is very true way. um i like well, both these songs though yeah they're both they're both fun i think yeah and the, and the why don't we something different it, it to me is a little more contemporary sounding i think like you said pretty much is kind of the 90s throwback yeah a little bit boy band. Um, this one has like the electronic flourishes. It w- I think it would sound more comfortable on radio yeah. than pretty much. Okay. Um, but the voices, I don't know if I agree that they don't sound One Direction-ish because I feel like a lot of the vocal runs in the Why Don't We song are very One Direction-like. Yeah, that, that might be true. Have you seen the video for Why Don't We? I have not. I don't know if the video's out yet but it might be but Ooh, little um, tease here yeah <laughs> it's, so it's, i think it, i'm pretty sure it's out but 
a little insider info on the why don't me video i know um no but it's it's so funny because like it's like the quintessential boy band video where like it's i think if i'm remembering it correctly and i saw it a couple weeks ago i think it's like a girl like walking around an art gallery and like the boys are in like the paintings like singing to her and it's just (laughs) lindsay looks very intrigued right so intrigued (laughs) intrigued i mean disgusted but no it's very it's very funny and and very cool um not cool but you know in a a, like an adorable sort Mm -hmm. of way uh yeah i co-signed both of these and uh Let's go. Let's get them both back. Pretty much just announced they're performing at the Teen Choice Awards. So I'm ready for the, the revival revival. Um, Lindsay, did I you... I have nothing to add. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you guys covered it I know. No, I know. We did. We did talk. Is it Why Don't We on about... Third Man Records, I think? They're not. <laughs> uh, I realize not. boy bands are not your wheelhouse. But yeah. if you... I mean, you listen to... What were your Between impressions? The two? I mean, I definitely thought that the i can't even remember who's who but the <laughs> the would you mind song um i definitely agree like the production of it sounds like a return to late 90s early 2000s 100 yeah. percent, which i'm here for that i think it was either backstreet boys or nsync was my first concert ever oh do you remember which one yeah, no i was so remember? little i don't I mix it up all the time oh how God. little were you i think i was like four. Oh my goodness that's crazy that's, yeah. that it really is how crazy. little were you <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, so no, yeah, wait. I agree so, on do that. you do you remember like any? But like seriously, like do you question? do you remember like the Insync Backstreet Boys thing at all, or like were you just too young? I I remember some of it, yeah. But like I I mix them up a lot. I think that's just me and boy bands. I just can't keep them all straight. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wait, did your boy. parents take you because they thought you would want to go as a four year old? No, I went by myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Baby's Day Out yeah, sort of situation. <laughs> what do you mean to That's a movie from before you were born, I think. Oh, uh, God, okay. Um, well, so anyway, and then I can see what you mean. You saw whoever sang Would You Mind, you saw sing acapella, right? Yes. Which I can much. see. I can see that being amazing because very good. the opening harmonies that start off this song, like that part I do like. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite part of the song. Right. Until the music long. comes yeah. in and then you're like, I'm out. Yeah. See you later. So. Well, there you go. Let's yeah. listen right. to him. All right, cool. Let's listen to him. Uh, so I guess let's start with, uh, I guess to be fair, let's do it alphabetically. Oh, <laughs> I sure. don't know. Um, pretty much, would you mind? So let's listen to some of that. That was pretty much Would You Mind, and now we're going to listen to the other new boy band, uh, Why Don't We? Songs called Something Different. Something, 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 we on something different. 
All right, that was Why Don't Me, and that was Battle of the Boy Bands 2017 edition. Uh, Tune back in in 2022, and we'll figure out who won. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, All right, next up, let's talk about... uh, Oh, I was going to say another boy band, but I guess it's not. Well out. Uh, Arcade Fire, so Lindsay. kind of a boy band. What? (laughs) No, no. Totally kidding. (laughs) You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Come on. All right, so Arcade Fire is a new album, uh, Everything Now. Mm-hmm. And the song you picked is Creature Comfort. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that in particular or just the album in general? Or? Um, I'll do a little bit of both. The album all in right. general, to all the haters out there <laughs> who are so mad Ooh. that it's another like electro dance record i i like it i'm here for it i get it like they want the suburbs again and the funeral Mm -hmm. and all that but seeing them live they still do all of their hits which is like they're still there you know they're not ignoring them Mm -hmm. um so i think it's totally fine that they're going a different route and i like it and i think it works out for them um i chose this song in particular just because the contrast is crazy to me the lyrics are incredibly dark Mm-hmm. And then, but it's like still a song that you can dance to and sing along yeah. to until you become really conscious of what you're singing. Yeah. Um, but the one line that stands out the most is God make me famous if you can't make it painless. I really liked that line. Jason is not even paying attention. Right I now. am. I am paying attention. <laughs> um, I thought we could, you know, talk about the show, the album release party. It was a really good show. It was a really good show. Come on. Yeah, it was a good show. I got I mean, a t- I got a text alert. That's what it happened. It's fine. It oh my god, a text alert! Well, don't let us get in your yeah, way, sorry. please. <laughs> sorry. No, but I'm curious what you thought. Like, I thought their album release show was like I thought it was a great. greatest hits, which was awesome. Yeah. It was. Yeah, um, I've seen them a bunch, and it was definitely one of the better performances I've seen them put on. I agree. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I thought the new song sounded awesome live too. Same, and I also think their new music fits in well with their old stuff. So yeah, it's not exactly. Like too That's a crazy big part of, of a departure for them. I was uh, I was talking about the new album with uh, our colleague Andrew Unterberger mm-hmm. on Friday, and we were both saying like we both really like the album more than um, you know than Reflector for sure, mm-hmm. but also like more than the consensus on this album. This definitely mm-hmm. seems to be like the. RK Fire's weakest album, kind of the consensus. Right. But I think that, like, basically what we were saying is, like, everything that they're pointing out as a flaw with this album, whether it's, like, the album rollout or, like, the dumber lyrics or just kind of, like, 
the electronic edge. Like they've all they've done a lot of that before. Mm-hmm. It's just like I, I don't know. It's just like to me, it's like oh, reflector. It was very similar to this, but reflector was like way too long. So yeah. this this is just seems like I like the singles here more. I don't know. Like it just. Yeah, I like it a lot. The album rollout so, doesn't bother me. I think yeah. the whole time they're laughing at themselves, like, just, yeah. you know, it was they, funny. They definitely seem to, I mean, I, I think that this one was, like, especially exhausting in terms of just, like, the fake reviews mm-hmm. and, like, the outfits and stuff like that, but... I guess after listening to the album, know. though, I'm, I think it all was, like, so well done almost because it plays into, like, the concept of infinite content and things yeah. being, like, so absurd yeah. to a point where it's annoying. Yeah. So... I agree. I, 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 I get why people got a little tired of it because mm-hmm. I think somebody... I forget who said this online, but somebody put it, like, they were they were aiming their kind of satire at the wrong crowd because, like, yeah. Brooklyn bloggers have kind of seen it all before and they're like, oh, okay, we get this. But, like, yeah, no, I agree that it was... It was kind of successful in that. I just I think the most important thing is that the the music's there. Mm-hmm. I really like this album. I, yeah. I listened to it actually a couple times on Friday. Um, what, Joe, what did you think? You weren't as high on new AF. <clears throat> Not as high on the new AF. Um, this song in particular, I, I I like the music. It gives me the kind of like hyper emotional like here disintegration vibes. <laughs> I adore the here disintegration. Um, but you know, it adds like kind of a, a dance beat to it. And I also, I love dance beats. Two mm-hmm. great things I love. <clears throat> um, I mean, I think, I don't know. I, I guess overall the album, I think jury's still out for me. I'm not sure how I feel about it or like Arcade Fire is like that kind of band. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want them to make a suburbs just because, but yeah. I'm not sure where I am with them as kind of like a, a disco dance band. Um, love it. But this song in particular, I don't know. It's like it's it's laudable, like the anti, like like take, taking on suicide as an issue and talking about it, and you know, it is kind of a trying bummer. to help people. But it almost like some of the lyrics just struck me as a little tacky, yeah. like on this song in particular. On this song in particular, yeah. just like I know it's one of those things. It's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like no matter what you do, like if a song about suicide, you're going to say something that someone is going to take umbrage with. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like the way they were addressing it in this, it just, some of the lines just seemed clunky. When they said that like she was in the bathtub listening to our first record, I was like, ah, yeah. that's kind of a bummer. Well, and then there was a line about, and, and this isn't, I'm not like saying this is an immoral thing or unethical, certainly. Um, but some boys hate themselves, spend their lives resenting their fathers. That just seemed to me a very like, arcade fire idea of why someone yeah. would feel depressed it's because it's so edible it's uh-huh. like yeah. it's from greek mythology it's like i don't at least from my experience like there aren't a lot of teens out there who are depressed because they're <laughs> resentful of their thought fa- like there's there's other more pressing things that yeah. are like especially it's not just like angry like the whole like resentful i don't know it just seemed very like arcade fire like academic literate kind yeah. of mm-hmm. view on this but but again, you know, like it's kudos to them for like even talking about something this difficult, um, and it's it's musically good. But I'm I'm still I'm still out. Jury's out All for right. me in the album. Well, I don't want to come down either way just yet. I'm glad I'm glad Lindsay's championing it um, because no, I I like this one a lot. I will say yeah, like Reflector album, like some of the songs I return to and love, but I don't yeah. listen to it start to finish. It's yeah, way too way long. Too yeah, me long. neither. So I somebody somebody and um, I remember when that album came out and somebody was like, "This is 
Arcade Fire's best album. And it's like, guys, come on. <laughs> come on. Um, but no, I mean, I, I like this one a lot. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. So Arcade Fire song is Creature Comfort. Right, that was the new AF, which is AF as AF, um, AF AF. Never mind, just what? pretend I never did that. Uh, next and last, boy, Julia boy. Michaels. All right. worst of me. So, yes. Jason, have you guys you guys listened to this song? Yeah, of yeah. course. I, I listen to all the songs. Right? This song is this song is incredible. Like, yeah, I like I, this song a lot. I I mean, look, Julia Michaels, great songwriter. We kind of all knew that. Issues is a really solid song. The follow-up single, uh-huh, is, is is good, too. But, like, she put out her EP last week, Nervous System. And every song on this on this EP, it's seven songs. Every song is great. But Worst of Me, is that's just like a stop-you-in-your-tracks kind of song. And I just love... I just love the fact that, like, the way that she constructs this song from the verse... The verse is so interesting... And then the bridge to to the chorus is just it's just beautiful. It's just like a beautifully written song with so much detail about, you know, I think it's a, I think it's kind of a universal lyric too, where you're you have like a it's like an angel and a devil on your shoulder, mm-hmm. where the angel is being like put in the effort and try to save this relationship, and the devil's like screw it, it's imperfect. You can find something perfect. Like it's yeah. just like so relatable and basically something that you know i i just i just admire the fact that like she was able to go with issues from this songwriter because you have these instances of pop songwriters who are like now i'm gonna try to be an artist and you know you have people like bonnie mckee who have Mm -hmm. a million songwriting credits but just can't find the song for themselves but Mm -hmm. julie michaels like it sounds like she's just as as confident performing as she is writing and uh yeah i i would just urge like worst of me is my favorite song on this on this ep but i would just urge anybody to check out the full thing because it's so it's so good mm-hmm. what would you guys think i like this song a lot i liked issues and it took a while for me to like that song but i definitely am more a fan of this track mm-hmm. just because of what you said the songwriting is so good on it that's what really sells me um yeah. i listened to the ep i didn't listen to all of it yet yeah. So I might like something more, but yeah. it's unlikely. I don't know. This is a really, really solid song. I think the song, what's the song after Worst of Me? I think it's called Make It Up. That song's, that song's awesome, too. Anyway. Um, I, I, issues definitely grew on me. Same. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like this. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm as over the moon as, as you are, Jason. <laughs> I think it's the, I would say the lyrics are incredible. Like, they really yeah. kind of, like... I was not walking. Had I been, they would have stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah, it's just it's really detailed. Like it's you know it's kind of that thing where like you know when you're in a relationship and you know the relationship needs work, but you're for whatever reason lazy or selfish, you just don't want to do it. It's very relatable. It's very yeah. wise. Um, the vocal delivery is incredible. There's parts where she sounds like she's on the verge of losing it. Yeah. I mean, my only complaint is just like musically, which is 
kind of the most important thing. It's just not super individualistic. It's like fine. It's just just like sure. Okay. Yeah. No, I but would I would, I would agree. I would agree that it's definitely like a like this project is like a songwriter's project. Yeah. It's definitely mm-hmm. not. Like even issues is like the the strings are pretty interesting right. but it's not like a like dazzling production. So. Yeah. But no, I mean it definitely impressed me and made me think of her as like a capital A artist. Yeah. So, and if that's the goal then <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if she ever gets another, like, big hit. Because Issues is such a unique song that it, you know, she could, but it's just, like, it's one of those things that's hard to replicate something like that. So, yeah. I don't know. I think the follow-up single, Tissues, is going to be just as big. <laughs> I don't even understand. That's not even it. That's just a rhyming. <laughs> She's just going to add a T well, it's and like release you have a lot of issues. Pretty much the same song. Oh, yeah. Man. You have issues, right. then you need the accessory follows. Well, what yeah. a podcast this has been. <laughs> Get it sponsored by Kleenex or something. I don't know. I'm just spitballing <laughs> ideas here. Issues. I feel like there's something here. You got them, too. <laughs> Um, all right. <laughs> That'd be a great Talk about karaoke, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Um, all right, let's listen to it. Uh, Julia Michaels' song is called Worst of Me. I know we can fix these kings, but the worst of me doesn't want to work on things. But the best of me wants to love you. But the worst of me doesn't want to. I won't hurt you again if you won't. If you won't. All right, that was Julia Michaels, and that's all we got for this week. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Jake Zielsdorf, for the wreck. Let's get some more wrecks. And, uh, yeah. yeah, tweet some more wrecks at us for stuff in the – especially, yeah, I feel like album-wise, it's it's a dimmer – yeah, it's pretty, pretty uh, week slow. Coming well, up, Jack so. White's coming out soon. So. The old Jack White's coming up. <laughs> the old Jack White. The old Jack. Um, but yeah, tweet us any recommendations and uh, have a good one. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.